Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man. He's called Mal Evans. He was on roadie. And uh, I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cam Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1 102, if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 311 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. Happy Monday, everyone. Hope you had a fantastic weekend, guys. Uh, We have so much to get to today, but just a quick uh, glance back at the weekend. I I, I just got to say what a baseball Friday it was for Faith the Public Friday. One, One of our best baseball days yet. Uh, looking back to those games that um, that day, the Cubs, the Sox, the Yankees, Atlanta, Houston, Minnesota, St. Louis, San Fran, 8-3 and three with the MLB plays that we talked about. So it was a great MLB day going into the weekend, and I'm absolutely loving Major League Baseball uh, because, yes, we do love our dogs, but uh, we don't blindly bet dogs. Dogs got to match our model, our formula. We want high totals. We want line moves. We want dogs off a win. Uh, these are all important factors to, to take into account when we play these games uh, and break down these games, guys. Uh, and, of course, Fade the Public Friday was ironic because we did have some favorites here, guys, on Friday. But the key is, you know, nine times out of ten, yes, the public will be on a favorite. So, therefore, we want to look at dogs, and dogs have done very well. But not every dog is a unpopular dog. Sometimes there are dogs that become popular. And when they become popular, they become trendy. And when they become trendy, they lose a lot of their value. So, again, looking at sharp line moves, looking at system matches, that's always the key, uh, you know, really depending on any sport that we talk about. But it was a great, great MLB Friday. So I hope you went into the weekend feeling good. And then I will say, uh, MMA Saturday night. Wow. OMG. We did go 4-2 and two with our MMA plays. So uh, what we went 4-1, 4-0, and one, four and oh, now 4-2. and two. So Ruo Zhang and uh, Danny the Brute Crute could not get, come through for us. But Sabatini, Allen, Brown, and Usman uh, coming up bigly. And again, what was funny with Usman, and hopefully you guys are able to join the Lombardi line this weekend, this past weekend, uh, every Saturday, Sunday, of course, there is no pod. It's only weekdays, and I would love to bring it to you on the weekend, but Lombardi Line is where you can find me on the weekend. And the crazy thing about the Usman fight, uh, yes, he was a huge favorite, but the more I looked at that, and I mentioned this on Lombardi Line, that really was reminiscent of what we saw with McGregor and Mayweather. Remember when they fought a few years ago, and you had, uh, it was another big number like that. I want to say Floyd Mayweather is a little bit lower. Maybe he's like minus 300, something like that, 200, minus 250. I know it was it was he wasn't as high as 450. Maybe he came back that way, but every bet split I saw, it was like all the bets um, looking at uh, Masvidal and all the money coming in on Usman. So again, if you uh, laid the word with Usman or if you took him inside the distance, that was actually a great call by Gamble and Lou. Another reason why you got to get the Veasan newsletter uh, and the Veasan um, uh, Points of Weekly magazine. 
because Gamble and Lou had that play, which was fantastic. But overall, guys, hope you had a great weekend. Um, and again, we're going to continue to grind. And I, I think this is going to be a huge week, guys. I'm really excited about this week because all the hard work we've been doing, talking NFL draft, it all comes to fruition starting on Thursday night. So we are uh, only three days away here, guys. So it is uh, an exciting time. And I want to go over, you know, we've been kind of hitting on this here and there uh, with the NFL draft for a long time now. Uh, and of course, we're going to have to put it in the Hall of Fame, the Closing Line Value Hall of Fame. Uh, those of us who are able to jump on uh, again, and hopefully this cashes. And again, you don't want to, you don't want to say anything's a guarantee, but I will say I'm feeling very good about our Zach Wilson, second quarterback selected. I think we, t I got it minus 167, I think minus 175. Um, we even talked about it like minus 200. It's now like I think minus 5,000. So the key here, you know, a lot of these draft props, and I got it. I'll hit on a bunch with you guys because I did make a few more over the weekend. Um, the key here is that a lot of these have moved so much that the value is gone. Uh, you also see a lot of minus numbers that are really, really high at this point where, uh, again, we all know Zach Wilson will probably go two. We all know uh, Trevor Lawrence is probably going to go number one. But even though you, you feel like that's a layup, you're minus 10,000 for, you know, for Trevor Lawrence to go first overall. So, yes, it's a fait accompli. It feels like an easy winner. But you have to risk so much on Trevor Lawrence that really you're not going to make anything. And the limits are low anyway, you know, so it's really, really not worth it uh, in the end. But I still think there are some value props out there. There was a really good uh, McShay, Todd McShay article from ESPN that I really respected. Um, and he has some, uh, it actually came out today behind the paywall. So I read it and it kind of solidified a few things that I've been looking at. So we're going to hit on that. I have a bunch of plays here to talk about with the NFL draft. I think there's value to play some prop bets off of each other. So, and I talked about this uh, over the weekend with Michael Lombardi. And the great thing working with Michael Lombardi is he is so dialed in. He's talking to general managers. He knows everyone making these decisions. And um, and, and I don't think he's going to feed us bad info. Again, you know, his info is very, very solid. Um, and I think, you know, one thing I told Michael is you can play these draft props, excuse me, off of each other. So I'll, I'll tell you guys to give you some examples. I'll make you stick around, even though I know you would anyway. But second half of the pod, we'll talk about it. But, you know, not only just taking like a, you know, first person selected, but, uh, you know, look at the top couple people and look at their over-under draft position. So, you know, you, you, one guy might be, I don't know, minus 300 to go first safety selected. Uh, but then you look at his draft position, it's 26 and a half. Then the runner-up guy, his draft position is 49 and a half. So you can play these off of each other. You may not cash the specific bet that you've been, that you started out looking at, but it may gravitate you to maybe a better number. So if you do your homework, you do your research and you kind of think, you know, analytically uh, game theory, you're kind of betting on the same thing, but maybe you're using a different prop to get a better number, better juice. So we'll hit on that. Got a ton to hit on uh, with the NFL draft and I can't wait. I'm a huge draft nerd. Uh, we'll have obviously a word of caution about mock drafts because I love them. Give me all your mocks, but I, I go into them saying, Hey, I'm not going to bet based on what, the mock drafts are doing because everyone's got a mock and that's great. Um, but there are a ton of bad mocks out there that are completely off base. Um, and I think th what we've seen with mocks is, and again, I just search NFL mock draft in my you know Google search every single day. Just give me the latest ones, which I love, you know, just reading about and seeing what people are saying, but the mock draft that says the Patriots are going to draft, you know, move up to number four to take fields. That's going to get more clicks than one that has, you know, I don't know, Penny Sewell at five or, you know what I mean? Like, so again, it's the ones that are out there and crazy that get the most clicks. So therefore they get the most attention and probably that's the most noise you're going to find. So keep an eye on that always. But uh, of course, guys, a new week begins. We're back at it on a Monday. So today it's a big uh, baseball and basketball day. So we have 11 MLB games, 11 in the NBA, uh, eight in the NHL. So we're going to continue to grind uh, in the arena like we always do. But I just wanted to mention, and of course, at the end of the pod, we'll talk NFL draft because Again, I mentioned I've made a few more bets, so I still think there's value out there on some props that no one's talking about. So uh, stay tuned for that toward the end. Um, but of course, everyone, as we start off a new week here, uh, another week into what? What is it? The last one in April? Can you believe it? And I will say, my birthday is coming up, uh, May first. Your boy, your podcast host. I turned 34 years old, so I just finished my 33 Larry Bird year. Now I'm going into my David Ortiz year. Uh, so it's uh, I don't know. It's spring. I feel like, uh, you know, things are getting better uh, compared to a year ago now. I got my birthday coming up. We got the NFL draft. We're grinding baseball, basketball, NHL. So I'm excited. I'm excited for a big week here uh, going into uh, going into last week, April, first week in May. But with that being said, uh, number one, if you listen to the pod, you got to get the newsletter. 
I know you probably already do, but uh, if you don't, sign up for the Visa newsletter, visa.com slash newsletter. It's sent to your inbox every single morning. It will get you a live stream or it'll get you a breakdown of all the uh, the programs that day in order. So you can tune into whichever ones you'd like. Uh, it'll get you Dave Tooley's ATS reports from the previous night. I love looking at that. Dave Tooley does a great job just quickly. How did favorites do? How did dogs do? How did overs, unders? Um, so great, uh, great info there to recap the previous day. Then, of course, you get my market insights column, which is pretty much just a bit MLB sharp report every day. Hopefully it's been helping you identify some sharp numbers, beat some closing lines. I will say the St. Louis Cardinals have been massive here. I think I've won like three straight Cardinals bets, uh, beating up on the poor Reds here. But uh, that's been a, a, a you know kind of a team that I've identified last few days. So you can wake up with my breakdowns, hopefully beat closing numbers. And then, of course, you'll get links to um, all the legal sports books. If you're in a state with, a legal, with legalized betting, um, you know, you can take advantage of all of these. And I will say this came, I don't think I mentioned this on Friday. I think it came out right after, but anyone living in the great state of Florida, the sunshine state out of nowhere, I know my guy, Devin Joseph is down in Florida, but, uh, congratulations. It looks like it's not guaranteed, but it looks very likely, uh, that legalized betting is going to come to Florida. Uh, I saw governor Ron DeSantis reach a deal with the Seminole tribes. And, um, it looks like now he signed the deal to bring legalized betting to Florida. And now it's going to go to a special session in the legislature. I think May 17th, they're going to have a debate it and have a vote on it. But out of nowhere, Florida, and this is massive because Florida is the third biggest state in the country. Um, it, previously to this, New York was the biggest state to legalize. I think they're like 25 million people. Florida, I think, is like 29 or 26. Anyway, it's the third biggest state in the country, and only Texas and California are bigger. So Florida is massive, and I got some relatives in Orlando, in Miami, uh, and as my producer Steph said when I when I mentioned this on Lombardi Line, uh, South South Beach is going to be lit, as the kids say. So congratulations! It looks like it's happening. Uh, and again, I'm happy every time a new state legalizes, and I'm also melancholy because Massachusetts. Hello, hello, what the heck are you doing, Massachusetts? Let's go! Uh, but seriously, guys, if you live in Florida, fantastic news. And that one came out of nowhere. You know, I have a list of states that I've been that I monitor all the time, saying, "Hey, it's, this one's close, this one's close." And Florida really, out of nowhere, popped up and became a massive story. So, congratulations! That is awesome. The next time you're in, uh, you're in. Ja I got a buddy in Jacksonville too. So next time we uh, we hang out, uh, hopefully I'll fire up my app and take advantage of it. But anyway, guys, sign up for the Visa newsletter, and you'll get stuff like this, legalized betting all the time. Visa.com/newsletter uh, for free to your inbox every morning. And of course, if you want to take the next step in your sports betting journey, you got to rely on good data. You know, we're not betting games based on gut instinct, bias. We're betting based on numbers, line moves, system matches, where's the public, where are the sharps, beating the closing line. All this intel is really important. And one of the best ways to take the next step is to sign up for a VEASAN membership because we have power ratings you can take advantage of. We have uh, tons of great articles, analysis from our team of, uh, of handicappers, pro bettors, uh, and our whole crew here. So if you want to take the next step in your journey, uh, go to vison.com slash subscribe, sign up for a 10 day free trial. See if you like it. Uh, if you don't, you can cancel it. No hard feelings, but I think you will. Then you can go monthly. You can get a year and save some money, uh, but that'll get you a live stream of every program all day at Vison. Uh, also 20% off the Vison store, get some merch, um, get a hat, get a shirt, get a, get a coffee mug, whatever you need. Um, hopefully the Lombardi line gear is going to be, uh, be on the store here soon. Uh, but then also you'll get the afternoon best bet email picks from all the guests and the host that day. You can tail fade, do whatever you want. But I know when I see these plays, these are plays that the people I work with, they actually bet themselves. They spent the time and effort researching and handicapping. So uh, no guarantee, no locks, but, uh, but these are plays that people put a lot of work into. So I love getting that email. And then of course, every points are weekly magazine, my guy gamble and Luke killing it with UFC as always. And you have NFL draft, Maddie humans, the whole crew, then you also get uh, behind the paywall at VEASAN.com. Power ratings, stats, analysis, live odds, everything included there. So go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Uh, and then, of course, if you ever want to say hello, um, you can always email me, josh at VEASAN.com. Got a question about sports betting, philosophy, got to get referred to a new sports book. Let me know. I can help you any way I can. Uh, and I'd love to do that. That's my goal. Help you guys win. Josh at VEASAN.com via email. And also get on Twitter. Twitter is massive, of course, for NBA breaking injuries, uh, for MLB starting pitchers being scratched, lineups coming out, hockey goalies being announced. All this stuff is really key to be on Twitter for. So follow at Live, the mothership. We tweet out great content all day. 
And, of course, you can find me and follow me, your boy, uh, at Josh underscore Insights. That's I-N-S-I-G-H-T-S. So a uh, little housekeeping, guys, but on a Monday, it's always good to uh, kind of just, you know, get back into the groove and, and kind of get everything down. What we're going to be grinding about, talking about this week, the NFL Draft, uh, update you on everything that's going on here. Uh, but now it's time to have some fun. Now I get now I get to the fun part of the pod. Let's talk some games. Let's make some money today. What do you guys say? Uh, so, first one on the board. Uh, looking at the Minnesota Twins. The Twins are playing the Cleveland Indians. This is an early game, 6-10 game. And I will mention real quick, guys, on a Monday, there are only 11 games in Major League Baseball. You know, we're, we're used to 15 games a day. So, anytime you have a smaller slate, I look at that immediately without even looking at the lines. And I say that's a good thing for us because the public has fewer games to choose from. Therefore, they're going to load up on more of the same games that maybe they uh, wouldn't have bet anyway. Um, or if it was a 15-game slate, they wouldn't have bet it. But now there's fewer to choose from, so they're going to bet on all these tonight. So you have more bias, more public action, therefore more uh, more public money to bet against here when these smaller slates come out. So uh, like I mentioned, first one on the board, uh, Minnesota Twins. I see a little value on the Minnesota Twins. Uh, this looks kind of like a pro and Joe play. Uh, it's not a huge contrarian spot. But it's been, it's been pretty consistent line movement toward Minnesota. So they do have their ace on the mound. Uh, Barrios here, obviously both these teams have struggled. 7-13 and 13 for Minnesota. Cleveland is 9-11. and 11. But I think you have a pitching advantage here for the for the Twins. Barrios, their ace, got a 3, uh, 3.0 ERA. Plesak, 6.75. Uh, and you do have kind of this buy-low, sell-high. Indians off a win, even though they lost 3-4 of four to the Yankees. Uh, the Yankees have been great last few days, too, over the weekend. Um, and the Twins uh, just lost 2-3 or three to the Pittsburgh Pirates. Who, by the way, if you took the Pirates there any of those games, you cashed pretty big. They were like an ultimate hazmat dog, uh, taking 2 out of 3 from Minnesota. But, again, Cleveland off a win, Twins off a loss, and yet Minnesota opens as a minus-115 favorite. And they've been bet up to minus-120. So you got a little bit of movement there toward Minnesota uh, with, you would perceive, a pitching advantage, starting pitcher advantage. And the other thing I like is uh, a favorite low total. So I don't like that this would be a divisional dog with Cleveland, but uh, the total here is a, uh, a low 7.5. And, and anytime you're on a favorite, you want that low total. You know, uh, the other day, who was it? Cole against um, against the Beebs. You know, favorite low total with the Yankees there. Came up bigly and actually hit, hit the under in that one too. But um, I like this movement toward Minnesota. And again, a low total of 7.5 benefits, quote-unquote, the better team because the fewer amount of expected runs scored, more likely it's going to come from uh, the better team there. So first one on the board, looking at the Twins, uh, kind of a low minus 120 here um, with a um, with a little bit of line movement. So let's go Twinkies. Uh, here's a wheelhouse play. And by wheelhouse, I mean a disgusting play that on the surface looks so nasty, but there's a lot of value here. Uh, the Baltimore Orioles. I'm looking at the Orioles at home against the Yankees here today, guys. If you're looking for a gross dog, uh, don't dismiss Baltimore here. Public is all over New York, as always. You know, uh, again, public bias on a day with not many games to choose from. Uh, just all day. You know, give me a free winner. Oh, Yankees are playing the Orioles? Give me the Yankees. Uh, but here's what I like about uh, the Orioles in this spot. Number one, Yankees put big public play. 7 o'clock game. The Yankees open minus 170 on the road. Uh, some books are even like minus 175. So pretty hefty favorite. And guess what? We're seeing a huge 20 cent, 25 cent drop uh, away from New York and toward Baltimore. So the Yankees have dropped from minus 175 to minus 155. You've seen Baltimore, even though the public is all over the Yankees, Baltimore has gone from around plus 160 down to plus 145, plus 140. So that's a really big, uh, big steam move here toward Baltimore. And Baltimore just checks off some other boxes. Dogs with a line move in their favor. Uh, 45% this year, 57 and 70. But again, because you're getting these plus money payouts, it's about a 5% return on investment. Uh, dogs off a win. You saw um, Baltimore, which was sharp yesterday if anyone took Baltimore. It was tough because Oakland, they're going for the money ball, um, the money ball streak there, and it ended at, what, 13 or 14. But um, you saw Baltimore really, really drop yesterday. So that was a sharp play if you took that move. You know, Oakland, I think, was minus 140 down to minus 120, and you saw Baltimore pull through here. But Baltimore, again, dog with a line move, uh, dog off a win, uh, 45%. 6% uh, ROI, and divisional dogs uh, have been a key for us. Divisional dogs, especially divisional dogs with high totals. So divisional dogs are um, 46%, but 8% ROI, and you have a divisional dog high total. The total in this game is 9. Uh, so those just, again, line movement, big steam, 
Divisional dog, dog with, dog with a line move, dog off a win, dog high total. All matching Baltimore. So I know it's gross, but Baltimore, uh, don't dismiss the uh, the O's here. Keep on cruising, Chicago and Atlanta. I know this is a big number here, and I know uh, we do love our dogs, but I'm laying it with, uh, with the Braves here. I like this matchup with the Braves. They're getting hit hard, and you're getting the worst of the number, but um, it may continue to go up. So right now you're like, uh, so number one, Atlanta at home against the Cubs. It's Morton against Zach Davies and Davies. Uh, this is as much of a bet on Atlanta as it is maybe a bet against Davies. And again, I don't want to rile him up and have him pitch a gem against us, but he's one and two with an 8.8 .8 ERA. And you do see uh, Atlanta with some good splits here historically against Davies. Um, what I like about this one, guys, uh, it opened at minus 160, uh, minus 170 at home for the Atlanta Braves, and they've been steamed up to minus 180, minus 185. So this would match... Um, 10 cent steam, 55% uh, this year. But here's the key: uh, 10 cent steam in a non-division game because we want to kind of get away from that divisional dog angle. Um, so 10 cent steam or more in your direction in a non-division game, 45 and 36 this year, 56%. So I know it's a big number, but ATL with a big move. Uh, I'm looking at ATL at home uh, on the Braves and betting against the Cubbies. Uh, keep on cruising, uh, Oakland and Tampa Bay. I'm looking at another dog here with Tampa Bay. I took a shot on Tampa Bay yesterday. They did not come through for me. They're kind of sharp against Toronto. Toronto's like minus 120 down to minus 115. Lost one nothing. So it's, it's always rough when you lose a one nothing play on a dog um, who doesn't come through for you. I guess I should have taken the under in that one. But uh, looking at Oakland-Tampa Bay, uh, public's back on the Oakland train because they've won so many games in a row. But I think it's a buy low spot on Tampa Bay. You have about two-thirds of bets on the A's. The A's open minus 115. And yet the A's have stayed minus 115 or – some shops have dipped down to minus 110, minus 112. So really, you know, even though the public's all over Oakland, the sign never got to minus 120. It never rose in Oakland's favor. It's either been a line freeze, and a line freeze, guys, you hear me say this all the time, but a line freeze is when you have heavy betting on one side, but the line won't move to that popular side. So it tells you books are reluctant. They don't want to give out more plus money to Tampa Bay. So Tampa Bay, pretty much plus 105 the whole time. A couple books have gotten down to like plus 102. Um, looking at the uh, the Tampa Bay Rays here, dog with the line move, 45% this year. Uh, but again, good ROI. Uh, sweet spot dog, um, 140 or less, 9% ROI. And ROI is return on investment. So it's another way. It, it, like why? Why? Just so you guys know, why I say like ROI when I mention systems in baseball is because a lot of these are going to be losing systems. Like perfect example is you know um, like home dog who made the playoffs or no, that would be a match to home dog who made the playoffs last year. On Tampa, but um, the, the the example I'm trying to use with ROI, why I use that as a benchmark, is because the system I mentioned, like um, dogs with a line move, they're 57 and they're 57 and 70, 45 percent. So if I told you it's 45 percent, a new listener may say that's a losing system, but no, because you're a dog, you're getting plus money payouts, you're up like six units, you're up like five percent ROI. That's why it's to me a better benchmark when you're talking dog systems that are profitable, even though the the record may be losing. Uh, but anyway, guys, Tampa Bay matching a lot of those. Dog with a line move. Uh, home dog made the playoffs last year. Sweet spot dog. Uh, all looking at uh, all looking at Tampa here with a little shop around. I think you may get a plus 105 there, but I think Tampa could be a buy low opportunity. Uh, I'm laying the wood with Milwaukee. I know this is a big number, but I'm a big Corbin Burns fan. This guy out of nowhere, he's got a nice, nice big mullet, uh, but Corbin Burns uh, is on his way. It's very early. But he could be a Cy Young guy. I got to look up the Cy Young odds for Corbin Burns. He's two and one, 0 0.37 ERA. Um, so this guy has been just kind of unbelievably unhittable. Um, and you do have Milwaukee, who just took uh, two or three against the Cubs. You do have Miami, who struggled here a bit, lost three or four. And Miami also has some guys banged up here: Marte, Brian Anderson, Alfaro, their starting catcher. Um, same thing with Milwaukee; they're still missing Christian Yelich and Kane. Um, but this is a big number. And it matches some systems for me. So number one, Milwaukee uh, would be a non-division favorite. Uh, you do have some steam on Milwaukee. They're around minus 165, minus 170, up to around minus 175. But I love this this big fave low total. And again, you know, the key, just like betting hockey, it's bet to risk, not bet to win with all these plays. So if you're betting tonight, Milwaukee minus 175, you're risking your one unit, your $100, whatever that unit is for you, and you're trying to get you know, two-thirds of a unit back. That's really the, the importance here. But the total is six and a half, uh, and it's actually juiced to the under. And so you do have some under liability. Maybe we get a real low-scoring game here. 
you know, you look at these teams, and I think um, I want to say they're both good to the under. Let me just fire that up for you. Yeah, so Miami's ten and eight to the under with three pushes, and Milwaukee is thirteen and seven to the under. So, um, but what I do like about it is the low total. When you're on a favorite, again, we mentioned like Baltimore dog with a high total. That's good. More expected run scored, more upset opportunities. Favorite with a low total, like Minnesota, like um, like Milwaukee here. The fewer amount of expected runs scored, more likely it comes from the better team. And when you're more favored, by more favored, I mean like you know, minus 150, minus 170, minus 180, minus 200, it's more likely that those runs are going to come from that quote-unquote better team. So uh, I did lay it with Milwaukee there. Uh, another dog for you here. Uh, look at the Texas Rangers at home against the Angels. I think Otani's pitching tonight, and the public is all over Otani. Um, about three out of four bets on the Angels here. However... The, the Rangers are in the same spot as the Orioles. Um, the Angels open around minus 165 on the road. Everyone's on the Angels, yet the Angels are down to minus 145. So about a tenth, about a 20 cent move there toward Texas. And this would again match a lot of those um, a lot of those uh, those Orioles systems. You would have a dog with a line move, a sweet spot dog 140 or less. Um, you'd also have um, let's see divisional dogs 46 percent. Um, and it doesn't hurt that you also have in that game uh, kind of a high total, eight and a half, nine around there. But dog high total, divisional dog line move. And the beauty here is, you know, uh, with Baltimore and Texas, if you got Baltimore plus 145, Texas plus 135, uh, you got you just got to get one of those. If you go one and one, you know, you go one and one and you're betting football spreads or totals or whatever, you lost ten, you know, you lost a little bit because of the juice one and one. Baseball one and one with two dogs. Um, you know, you get a third of a unit, half a unit here, ideally. Uh, of course, you go 0-2, you, you, you're down two units, so i got to mention that. But that's just the mindset of betting these dogs. you gotta, you got to kind of have that long-term approach, and you do have some line movement toward Texas as a divisional dog. Um, keep on cruising. The, uh, the last one that I saw, I'm looking at laying a big number here with the Dodgers. Um, Dodgers are at home against Cincinnati, and I think you're in a good spot with a bounce-back situation for the Dodgers. Um, they just dropped three of four against San Diego, who if you've been betting on San Diego that series, uh, number one, pretty much saving the game of baseball there. Um, but this, uh, and again, just incredible. Uh, it feels like an October game, and every time you watch those this past weekend. But number one, I think you're buying low on the Dodgers. And number two, um, the Reds have been in a tailspin here. Reds have now lost six in a row, seven in a row. It's a team that started off, I think they were nine and five, and really, really have been tanking here recently. And the Dodgers tonight remind me a little bit about like Atlanta, um, a non-division favorite with a big line move. So with Urias on the hill against Tyler Maley, uh, this this line open around Dodgers minus 165. It's up to around minus 185. So it'll be a non-division 10-cent steam or more. Uh, those are 56% this year and another favorite low total. So a lot of these books, they did take in some under money, 7.5. Pros hit the under 7.5 down to 7. Uh, but that would be another uh, favorite low total um, kind of uh, uh, correl correlative betting type opportunity here um, toward uh, toward the Dodgers. And, again, you're buying low on the Dodgers who uh, have lost three of four. And uh, I think if they've won three of four, you know, they're probably minus 250 tonight or minus two. You know what I mean? They're, they would. I feel like they'd be higher. Um, but, but you're buying low in this spot. So I do like the Dodgers in that one. So uh, there you have it, guys. Just ran through the board on a Monday uh, with, a, uh, with a great MLB slate. And now, uh, and now don't go anywhere because we got to talk NBA, we got to talk NHL, and stay tuned for a little NFL draft update here because there are a bunch of plays. Let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I got nine that have caught my eye. So um, we'll hit on all those and, uh, and see if we can keep grinding here, get our week off, uh, started off right after a great Faith of the Public Friday and hopefully a happy, uh, healthy, safe, prosperous weekend. Just going to continue to grind, guys. It's the name of the game. This this uh, this racket never ends. And if we can consistently stick to our model, stick to our approach, sharp contrarian, bet against the public, with the house, with the pros, beat the closing line, bet with data analytics and line movement and not with our bias, um, hey, another day in the arena. And, and we got our model down. I love it. But do not go anywhere because when we get back, finish up strong here, NBA, NHL, and a little NFL draft. Do not go anywhere, guys. We'll be right back.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip. Who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Bublé's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything. Everybody, including sitting presidents. So join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before, tell it like it is, and even sing a song or two. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. We break open modern-day conspiracies and tell you which elements may be the real deal. Like, did Bill Gates use COVID vaccines to microchip us all? We all do have tracking devices. Mm -hmm. We carry them around. We spend a lot of money on them. And what's actually on Hunter Biden's laptop? You are talking to the guy that has three of Hunter Biden's laptops and cell phone. And what did the deep state build under Denver airport? Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everyone, we are back at it. So uh, we just started the pod here today on a Monday, uh, re-entry Monday, getting back into the groove here. Hope we had a fantastic weekend with the weather getting better and uh, and everything uh, feeling like it is getting, you know, I always say you want to be, you want to get 0.01% sharper every single day when you're betting on sports. It feels like things are getting 0.01% better just in life uh, with vaccinations and uh, feels like things are reopening. So it's great to be alive here right now, guys, not only in the arena, uh, but life in general, because um, again, we all, we don't even have to go back to what we went through last year. What a year ago now we were scratching for, uh, you know, talk about anything. I was, I was betting NASCAR. Uh, I fell in love with MMA UFC, which I do love, but I was betting golf, you know, NFL draft. I remember we talked NFL draft every day for like, you know, I don't know, two months. It was like the only thing we could talk about. So uh, much better now. Thank, thank the Lord for that. Uh, but NBA guys, big NBA day today, 11 games. Uh, I will, of course, mention, as always, my 3 p.m. rule, or sorry, my 6 p.m. rule. Um, I'm not betting any of these NBA games too early in the day because uh, I think it's going to get worse and worse in terms of guys resting, being out. Now we're dealing with tanking. Uh, again, you can't talk about it because Adam Silver will find you, but we know what's going on. You know, guys resting or, um, you know, guys being out out of nowhere. 
again, it can really screw up your plays early in the day, so wait until later in the day. But with that being said, a couple games that caught my eye, a couple games to track, a couple games I'm looking at. Uh, number one, the New York Knicks. Uh, the Knicks, bigly here. Uh, and bigly, I mean one unit like any other play. But I like the Knicks in this spot, guys. Uh, they're at home against the uh, the Phoenix Suns. Suns, obviously great, 42-18. and 18. But New York, what have they won? Eight, nine in a row at this point? Uh, Suns have struggled a bit here. Lost to Brooklyn. Lost to uh, my Celtics uh, late last week. Um, but I like this one. Knicks have a one-day rest advantage. They last played on the 24th, which was Saturday. Uh, Phoenix played yesterday, so it's the second leg of a back-to-back. Traveling as well. Nothing crazy. I mean, you're in Brooklyn going to you know, Madison Square Garden, so it's not like you're going cross-country here. But what's notable to me is uh, public still on the Suns because they can't quit the Suns. And they still don't believe in the Knicks, even though the Knicks ain't proven to you. They're a pretty good team this year, especially defensively. But I like this move. A lot of these books open um, Suns minus 2.5 on the road. They're down to 2. So even though you have public betting on the Suns, the line has fallen to the Knicks. What does that tell us? Sharp reverse line movement. So the Knicks would be uh, number 1, a one-day a one day rest advantage. 2, a um, short dog with a line move in their favor. Um, so some of those, uh, again, and you would have loved the Knicks at two and a half. I think a couple books even open at plus three, got down three down to, to two and a half and down to two. Uh, I don't think there's any two and a half still out there. I wouldn't be surprised if thing get, this thing gets down further, maybe to one and a half. That's kind of the direction it's going, but um, I'm not going to outthink this. It's a rest advantage. It's a streaking Knicks team. They're still contrarian with a, a sharp line move to the Knicks. So I'm going to grab the Knicks, uh, getting two points here at home against the Suns. See if we can uh, get another W there. Uh, Maureen Chase, my girl, where are you? Are you listening? Let's see if we can get, excuse me, a, uh, a low total over here with the Bulls and Heat. Now, the, our low total overs, I feel like we had one, I don't know, five, six in a row, and I feel like we probably may have lost our last two, which have been a struggle here, and they've been brutal. Like, the last one, I forgot which one it was. I think it was an over 210 and a half, 211, and landed 210, you know? Again, and it's like, then you go back to the game and say, what about all those missed free throws? If you guys could only have made one of them, like, uh, which kind of infuriates you, but what are you going to do? Anyway, I like this over in the Heat-Bulls game. So number one, it's a very, very low total. Um, you saw this line open, a lot of books, uh, 205. It has not moved at all, um, but I'm seeing juice on some books. Looks like it may creep up to uh, 205.5. And, of course, why is that important? Because if it lands 205, you want to be able to push that instead of lose if you have over 205.5. But, again, a very, very low number here. What I like is I was doing some research here. When the total is 206 or less, we're talking the lowest of the low totals. You know, low total to me is like 210. You're down to the 205 range. Uh, you're really, really down there. But 206 or less, the over is 5-1 this year. So we got a little data, a lot, a little betting system there in our favor. Somebody rooting for some points here. Uh, you do have on the year, um, Chicago's down the middle, 30 and 30 over under. Miami slightly an under team, 32 and 29. They are a little bit slower pace. But you do have Miami's cash two straight overs and two of the last three with the Bulls have gone over. So look at an overplay here. Uh, I don't know if we're going to get 204.5. I think it may rise even higher. Uh, but over 205, uh, can we get 206 points or more? And I don't want to jinx it, but as, as I've told you guys before, uh, a very sharp friend of mine uh, once said to me, it's very hard for two NBA teams not to score 100 points each. So let's see if we can get that. Um, and dear God, I don't want to wake up and see a 99-92 game. Please, please, please. But I like that over in the heat. Uh, keep cruising. Uh, Clippers and Pelicans. I was looking at an overplay here. Um, the, this is a play on that, uh, like, like I told you guys before, the NBA John Hollinger, the Ken Palm of, uh, of the NBA. You go to defensive efficiency. You flip it from uh, not best to worst, but worst to best. And the worst one, or one of the, I think the worst one is the Kings here, but the second or third worst Defensive team is the Pelicans. So I like this one to the over open uh, 228, 228 and a half. Uh, some shops are up to 229, so you got a little movement to the over. And this would match, uh, it's one system I like, an over on a home team who missed the playoffs and the road made the playoffs. That's 55% this year, 124 and 100. Um, and then, of course, defensive efficiency uh, is terrible with the Pelicans who can score a lot. Uh, so it kind of bodes well for an over. The Pelicans. 38 and 21 to the over. The gift that keeps on giving. Hopefully it gives again tonight. And slightly to the Clippers, 31 and 29 to the over. So trying to get some overs there. Uh, three and one to the over. The Pelicans last four. And um, let's see, four of the last six to the over with the Pelicans as well. 
Now, you don't have Kawhi. I think he's going to be out here. But uh, you should have everyone else. So, um, hopefully, it'll be, uh, we got it. Everyone at full strength. And let's just keep scoring back and forth. Um, keep on cruising. Here's a dog play. If you want to bet a dog, uh, let's look at the Memphis Grizzlies. It's a team that um, quietly got Jer Jaron Jackson back, uh, a top pick a few years ago. And it, um, I think he won Rookie of the Year. But um, he's been hurt all year, and he just came back. And he makes a huge difference for them. So since he's come back, I feel like they may have lost their first one, but now they've won two in a row, uh, two straight games against Portland. But they're playing with a little house money um, now that you got one of your best players back. And Denver, obviously, uh, losing Jamal Murray. Now Will Barton is hurt. Monty Morris has been hurt. And I like that public is still all over Denver here, but you actually saw the Nuggets open minus four and a half. They're down to four. Looks like this thing may even go to three and a half. So I was looking at grabbing four with Memphis. Uh, I have a couple system matches here. Now remember, teams on a back-to-back -back played last night, uh, 52%. What you really want is a back-to-back -back with a line move in their favor. They get up closer to 60%, uh, which is the case here. Uh, conference road dogs are 51%, nothing crazy. Um, but short road dog, five or less off a win. Here's a banger, 65 and 54, ATS 55%. So looking at grabbing the points there uh, with the Grizz. Then last one of the night, staying up late, 10 o'clock. Mavs-Kings. Uh, I will be grinding a lot of these Kings overs um, until we end the season here because I know uh, De'Aaron Fox is out, which, which you get a little bit worried about um, with COVID protocol, but this is a Kings team that is the worst. I'm, I'm saying the worst, number one worst defensive team efficiency-wise in the NBA. Uh, so you did see this thing, 223.5. It's creeping up to 224. We would have some system matches here. Again, that over-home team missed the playoffs road made it. So, again, I'm a little worried about De'Aaron Fox not being in there. Uh, and you, Actually, guys, wait on this one. Now I'm seeing Doncic is questionable. Porzingis is questionable. Let's keep an eye on that one. Um, but that would match uh, an overplay. But we got to see. Uh, we got to make sure people are in that game. Uh, now flipping over to the NHL. Uh, big night in the NHL, guys. I probably have fewer plays than you would expect me to have because I think we got a lot of 50-50 games. I don't want to push any of these ones. You know, we really want to jump on the ones that we think have the most value. So here's a couple that caught my eye. Number one, uh, this is an early game, 6.30 p.m. So if you're expecting to put in all your plays at 6.59, you'll be too late for this one. Looking at Calgary, uh, the Calgary Flames at home against Montreal. Number one, I like this line move. Calgary open minus 115. They're up to minus 130. Calgary would match uh, Fave with a line move 10 cents or more, 66%. Fave versus a tired team. Um, you look at Montreal, they've played more games in the last week than um, – than, uh, than the Calgary Flames have. And because this will be, let's see there, one, two, three, their fifth game in what, seven days. Uh, and it also doesn't hurt that, um, hopefully it continues, Calgary has had Montreal's number this year. They're 6-2 and two against the Canadians. Um, so I'm looking at Calgary there laying it. Uh, keep on cruising, Carolina. Uh, give me the Canes here. Uh, Carolina Hurricanes on the road at Dallas. Uh, number one, good line move. This, this thing open around. Uh, minus 120-ish. It's now up to minus 130, minus 135 to Carolina. Road favorite with the line moves 63%. Fave off a loss who made the playoffs last year, 66%. Rested road favorite. And then a favorite off a loss versus opponent off a win, 64%. And it doesn't hurt that you may have a big injury advantage here. Looks like John Klingberg, uh, good defenseman for Dallas, is questionable. I, don't, I think he might have missed the morning skate. And you may have Tavo Teravainen coming back. Uh, who's been out for a while here, but is a great offensive player. So line move, system matches, give me the Canes. Uh, try to get a minus 128, minus 130. Uh, that's one of your best numbers here. And then I only got one more, and I told you guys this before. Um, uh, why do I put myself the anger and anxiety uh, and desperate uh, sweat of two California teams going head-to-head? -head? Um, but I am liking the Kings here, guys. Uh, the Kings at home against Anaheim. Kings open. Around minus 140, they're up to around minus 150. Um, some shops are kind of even there, but um, you did see a little bit of movement toward the Kings. Um, and I do like that. You have the Ducks, who are a couple guys out for the year. Silverberg, Josh Manson, Lindholm, a lot of these guys that you that you, uh, you bank on have been out. And I think this might be a team that is kind of given up down the stretch here. Kings are pretty much out of it as well, but I do have a lot of system matches on the Kings. Both off a loss, take the favorite 70%. Uh, both played two days ago. Favorites off a loss, 66%. Home fave minus 150 or more off a loss, 69%. Rested home favorite. All these system matches on uh, on the Kings here. 
So hopefully we get uh, Peterson in that. I, I want Peterson. I do not want Jonathan Quick, even though he's won a bunch of cups and uh, pride of Amherst, UMass. Um, but I like this spot here for uh, for the Kings at home. I uh, think in a bounce back spot, and it's kind of more of a fate of of the Ducks here. And again, I say that now, Ducks win four nothing. But uh, give me the Kings in that one, guys. Um, and now uh, now to the NFL draft. I wanted to mention a few things about the NFL draft before we get out of here. Number one, um, hopefully you've been kind of picking up on some breadcrumbs that we've been dropping here on Lombardi Line and, and talking about in the uh, on the pod and, and kind of in the newsletter. But uh, of course, the Zach Wilson. Raise your hand if you bet Zach Wilson early when we said to bet Zach Wilson early, second quarterback, because again, that thing's going to belong in the closing line value Hall of Fame, minus one seventy-five. Uh, you got it at and now it's you know minus I don't know five thousand or something crazy. Um, but one thing I want to mention, number one, I alluded to this earlier, uh, take all your mock drafts and set them on fire and throw them out the window and flush them down the toilet. These mock drafts do not bet based on mock drafts. Um, again, it's more for clicks and a lot of people who personally, there are a couple I know that I know for a fact, don't know anything and are putting these out here just for, uh, just to capitalize on, on the buzz. Um, number two. Uh, and, and we t- I talk about this a lot when we get to the Super Bowl. When it comes to props, you know, props are fun bets. Um, and, and really when you look at a fun bet for the public, which again, we're living in the golden age of betting here where more and more states are legalizing. We mentioned Florida. Um, you know, New York's going uh, legal with uh, with online. So with more and more people betting, you know, the NFL draft especially, it used to be a, kind of a niche thing. Uh, I love betting on it. I've loved betting on it for years. Um, now I'm considering myself so lucky I get to work with Michael Lombardi, who's got all the intel for me. Um, but kind of, you know, when you're looking at these plays as a fun bet and more people betting and the NFL draft becoming more of a betting event, um, the public is going to want to look at all these plus money props. Now, the ironic thing is they love all favorites, but when it comes to props, the mindset is, you know, I want to spice up the NFL draft. I'm a fan of the Bengals. I'm a fan of the Lions, you know, whoever. And I want to, I want to bet on who they're going to take. Um, and really, all these public bettors, the vast majority, they want a plus money payout. If they're going to have a little fun tonight, they want to bet 10 bucks on a plus 500. You know, they want to bet 10 bucks and win 500 and win 50. They want to bet 100 and win 200. So you have this bias toward these plus money payouts. Where at, and you see this in the in the, uh, the Super Bowl as well. Um, you know, will there be a safety plus a thousand? Oh, there I can bet ten and you know win big money. That's kind of the mindset. Uh, it's kind of like the parlay uh, mentality. Why we avoid parlays because they're the penny slot of sports betting. It's a it's a uh, it's a right, might as well write a check or, or as Michael Lombardi says, donate to St Jude uh, with a parlay. Um, but it's that mindset of getting getting rich quick, turning a little into a lot. But I'll tell you guys, the NFL draft, I bet a lot of favorites. The favorites do pretty well, knock on wood. And uh, the thing here is the public wants these plus money payouts. Sharps are not afraid to lay minus numbers. And I think that's a big thing that someone told me a long time ago, and it's it's proven to be true here. So uh, let's just run through a couple, but keep that in mind. Now, when I say minus numbers, I'm not saying go bet minus 10,000 on Lawrence to go first. Yes, he will go first, but it's way too high. It's Again, it's not worth it. To me, when you're betting NFL draft props and you're taking a minus number, I don't want to go much higher than like minus 400. So let's try to get something that or lower, and I think there could be value here. But uh, anyway, with that being said, I would recommend, um, there was a great Todd McShay article came out today. It was about like what I'm hearing from the NFL executives. It was behind the paywall, so I found it really interesting. But I'm, I'm fully on board on Mac Jones number three. Now, hopefully you guys, uh, I tweeted about this, but um, kind of the, the craziness of the odds based on the media and what you're hearing about pro days. At one point, you know, Mac Jones was minus 300. He got he flipped to like plus 120 when Justin Fields made a move. Um, and hopefully uh, that day, when was it? I think maybe yes, last Tuesday. I forgot what it was. But hopefully you jumped on it at that number. But I still think Mac Jones, to me, uh, shop around. Because, again, that's, a, that's another thing. Different books have different numbers here. So um, I saw one book, Mac Jones, third overall is minus 160. Another book has it minus 200. Another book has it, I thought, I thought it said like minus 280. So, again, no matter what prop you like, shop around and go get the best number you can get. Uh, but I'm on I'm on the Mac Jones train and what I uh, and I, I did bet him plus 120 when he became uh, that dog there earlier last week and I also made a bet minus 150 on Mac Jones here. But if you can still find anything minus 200 or less, again, you know I, I guess you could call this a little bit dicey. But I got some intel from Michael Lombardi. 
Um, Chris Sims was big on the Mac Jones train, and you did see a Todd McShay article today where apparently uh, Shanahan, if you're a 49ers fan, it's kind of intriguing. Shanahan is all over Mac Jones. He wants Mac Jones. And take this, it could be a smokescreen, could be complete BS, but McShay said all of the stat, all of his draft evaluators and scouts are high on Trey Lance. So the scouts want him to take Lance, but Shanahan wants Mac Jones. And who do you think is going to win out on that one? I would say Shanahan there. So, again, Mac Jones, uh, third overall. That's that's a play that I made. Uh, Pitts, uh, I'm big on Kyle Pitts, under 5.5. Um, it's around minus 150. Uh, it's kind of high juice here. But uh, the other thing McShay was talking about is Pitts, maybe to uh, the Atlanta Falcons, fourth overall, or fifth if he's available. Um, who is that for? I think that's for the Bengals. Uh, but under 5.5 for Pitts, that's another one I made. Um, I think he, I think he's five or less here, uh, and I think uh, even though Michael Lombardi made a good point, you know, uh, Matt Ryan's always on his on his back getting getting sacked. You should draft a, you know, draft Sewell there, but um, I think they're probably going to go Pitts is what you're hearing. But under five and a half on Pitts, like that one, Sewell under six and a half. It does look like the Bengals. You never know with the Bengals; they might they might bangle this thing up, uh, bungle this thing up. But um, Sewell under six and a half looks like he will go six. Uh, based on what I'm seeing to the Bengals, smart move with Joe Burrow. You got to protect your franchise, but under six and a half Sewell, uh, it's about minus one ten. It's it's kind of even juice here. Um, I'm worried about this one a little bit, but um, Najee Harris. I bet Najee Harris minus one fifty to be first running back selected. It's really him versus Travis Etienne. But here's where it gets interesting. Look, at, and I would suggest this to you guys. Obviously, look at different books, but when you're looking at these head to heads or who's going to be selected first. Um, also look at their over-under draft position. Here's a reading the tea leaves here. This is why I like Harris. Number one, I think he's the better player. But um, Harris, uh, his over-under draft position is 25.5, and, and Travis Etienne's over-under position is 31.5. So books are telling you that Harris is you know five, six spots ahead of Etienne, so therefore you would think he would be selected first. Again, none of this is a guarantee, but what I'm getting at is you know, you could play one over the other. Um, and again, the fact that Harris's over-under is higher, and by higher I mean lower, if you know what I mean. It's 25 versus 31. Um, gives you a little confidence there, uh, hopefully with my Harris bet. And I'm really hoping Harris goes to the Steelers, I think, at 24. Um, obviously, they need offensive line help, but they're dying for a running game. And that would, uh, that would hopefully cash our, our uh, Najee Harris first running back. Um, here's one that I love. It's a little high for me. It's right on the edge. Trevon Morig, Morig, um, TCU safety. He was the Jim Thorpe winner for best defensive back. He's minus 400 to be first um, safety selected, and I love that play. I, I, minus 400 is high. Yes, it's very high. You got to you know risk you know technically 400 to win 100 here, or you could risk your one unit for um, 100 and get you know a tiny little uh, less than a quarter of a unit or a quarter unit back, I guess. Um, but Morig. He's the only first-round grade that I've seen that Michael Lombardi likes, and his over/under is 26 and a half. And the next safety over/under is Holland. He's from I think Oregon. His 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 number is 49 and a half. So that's a, like a 20-point position gap. So I know I know Molrig is high minus 400, but shop around. Maybe Books got a minus 350. But I'm big on Molrig first safety. I also took a bet on Quiddy Pay, um, first defensive lineman selected. Minus 150. I think one book had a minus 125 that I saw. But Quiddy Pay, it's really between him and Jalen Phillips, who was on UCLA and then went transferred to Miami. But Pay out of uh, Michigan, his numbers are good, his, his measurements. And it looks like, uh, again, Michael Lombardi gave me the stamp for approval. Uh, pay, first defensive lineman selected. And you do have Phillips and get concussion issues. Um, and, and Pay looks like a stud here. Uh, so I did take Quiddy Pay. Minus 150 to be first defensive lineman. Here's another high one, but I think uh, I like it just like the Mulrig one. Micah Parsons. Is it Mika or Micah Parsons? I think it's Micah Parsons. Minus 300 to be first uh, linebacker selected. Um, no one's really close in that one. and You are seeing he could go early to uh, maybe um, the Denver Broncos, 9. You know, maybe, uh, um, I don't know, the Giants are at 12. Although they're getting linked to receivers. But Parsons, minus 300, first linebacker. And again, shop around. You might find a, a book with a better number. Here's another one I bet that I'm I'm very I'm nervous about, but I did take Jalen Waddle head to head with Devonta Smith. Jalen Waddle to be selected before Smith, be selected first. Um, 
again, these are head-to-heads. So you don't need Waddle the first wide receiver selected. That's Jamar Chase. He's up to minus 1,000. Uh, this is just Waddle's got to be selected before Smith, minus 167. Smith plus 133. I laid the wood with Waddle there. And my, my thought process is, um, yes, Smith is great. Yes, he won the Heisman. But he weighed in at 166 pounds. I mean, that was me in, in college here. Many, many pounds later, or many, many pounds uh, previous to where I am now. Um, but I, I feel that's got to scare away some teams. 166 pounds. I talked to Mike Pritchard. He's like, yeah, you know, welcome to the NFL. 166 pounds going to be tough to hold up. So Jalen Waddle's a guy I think that is um, ranked higher, rated higher. His over-under I think is 10.5, and, and Smith's is 12.5. So I did get down on Waddle. Uh, head-to-head selected before Smith. Um, so I think there could be some uh, some value there. Uh, but there you have it, guys. A great pod to start the week here. Hopefully we uh, we uh, we hopefully we execute tonight on the field, uh, on the ice, on the court. Um, but uh, it's great to be back. It's great to be with you on a Monday. And, uh, and so much going on this week. It's going to be a great week. I'm excited for the draft. These next few days especially, I think we're going to get crazy. I don't know if we have some trades in the pipeline. Um, obviously, stay glued into these these line moves and what I would do another suggestion guys uh, get a notebook or an Excel sheet or, you know, just open up a word doc, any of these props they're interested in, write them down right now because over the next two days, more money's coming in. Some of these limits might get raised. You might see these late moves that we can take advantage of. It's almost a thought process of we like late moves on a, on a regular game, a baseball game, a basketball game, the last 10 minutes, big money comes in. These props can move too. So again, uh, you may be able to read some tea leaves here over the next couple of days as we, you know, we're in the fourth quarter now when it comes to uh, the time before the, the draft starts here. But with that being said, everyone, of course, if you enjoy the pod, if you had a good Fade the Public Friday, uh, if, you've been, uh, if you've been loving MLB or you became a hockey guy because of the systems we talked about all year, or maybe the NBA 6 p.m. rules helped you, whatever it may be, um, hopefully you cash some of these NFL props. Fingers crossed, knock on wood. Um, but if, if the pod has helped you, if my analysis has helped you in any way and you want to let me know you appreciate it, um, there's one thing you can do. Go to Amazon.com, type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting, pick up a copy for you or for a friend or for your uncle who's in Florida who's going to get legalized betting soon. Um, it would mean a lot to me, guys. It's got everything I learned in the industry, tips, strategies, and hopefully uh, you, know, you can write in the margins, highlight stuff, and it's kind of a go-to, go-to spot uh, to hopefully make you uh, a sharper and smarter better or at least have some common mistakes to avoid. Uh, that's the goal, as always. But uh, Amazon.com, the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. If you've already gotten it, Thank you, thank you, thank you. With that being said, uh, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, at Twin River in Rhode Island, at the Brook in New Hampshire, at Stadium Swim, I got a great tweet from a buddy who, uh, who tweeted me a picture of Stadium Swim, certain sharp contrarian plays and sipping pina coladas. I instantly got jealous. Uh, but maybe it's also at the good old South Point, where the true grinders get down, where the lowest juice possible is found, where Billy Walters sends his number runners, wherever it may be. You're going to walk up to me. And you were going to show me, and again, I know it's been a couple days here, so um, you know we can go back to Friday, but how about uh, how about the UFC? Number one, did anyone see Chris Weidman's leg snap? That was disgusting. Oh, my God. Uh, if, you know, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Google Weidman, or maybe don't, because it, it's he snapped his leg on a kick. And it wasn't the first snap that was gross. It was his leg snapped in half, and then he stepped on it and snapped it again. Like seriously, if you just eaten, if you just ate your lunch, do not look this up. But oh my God, was that just awful? Uh, but guess what, guys? Maybe, maybe you flash me. Um, how about a Brown minus one forty-five, Allen minus one fifty? How about Sabatini? How about you flash me one of those uh, those UFC plays uh, or an Usman coming up bigly for the team uh, with a uh, a massive knockout there? Um, would you take an Usman punch to the face for a million dollars? I don't know. Would you? Uh, maybe I would, but. I would not be feeling good afterwards. Um, maybe it's $2 million I'll do it for. Uh, but have an excellent excellent day, guys. Good luck on a Monday. Uh, we're grinding like we always do. So I will be on Lombardi Line in a bit here to update you on some um, some numbers. Uh, and, of course, if you ever need me, at Josh underscore insights on Twitter. But good luck. Have an excellent day. Stay sharp. Stay contrarian. Bet against the public. Always place yourself on the side of the house. Against the public, you walk into the bar. We want to be on the other side of the drunk drunk people screaming at the TVs uh, because we'll public win here and there. Yeah, but more often than not, uh, they're going to lose. The house is going to win, and we want to be on the sharp side of every play because the pros have the respect of the books. They move numbers, 
And uh, again, we're trying to make 100 bets, win 55. That is always the goal. And of course, flat betting, avoid parlays, and grind, 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 guys. There's no, there's no get rich quick here in the in the in the industry of sports betting. It's sticking to the model, sticking to the blueprint, thick skin, discipline, and just uh, just stay in the course uh, and trust the process. But have an excellent Monday, everyone, and uh, and I'll see you at the window. Take care, guys. Good luck. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man, who's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie, and uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Salt and pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cameron-Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1 102, if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.